we're here with another episode of The Stacks Unabridged. I'm so excited. I am joined by Jamila Mapp and Erica Dickerson, the women behind the Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast and the brand new book, A Good Mom's Guide to Making Bad Choices. Ladies, welcome to The Stacks. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you all have some black moms on the show. What a joy. Oh, my gosh. I'm people are happy to be the black moms on the show. (laughs) I mean, we've had black moms, but we've never talked about being black moms. I should say that usually it's like authors who are also. But to get to talk about this with you all is really exciting for me as a black mom myself. Um, But we'll start where we always start, which is in about 30 seconds or so. Will you all just tell us about the book? Um, 30 seconds. Wow. The book is about. womanhood. It's about motherhood. I think Erica and I wrote this book because um, it's the book that we wish we had and we were pregnant and we were considering being moms. Um, we like to call it like the honest the honest preparation for motherhood. Um, a lot of books, <laughs> you know, a lot of mom books specifically um, kind of tell you how to care for your children and your child or your baby and how to swaddle them and how to do this. And this is a book that shows you how to care for yourself and kind of gives you steps and tools of like things that you can do to kind of stay in tune with yourself during that very crazy process of being pregnant and giving birth. Yeah. I loved one of the things you say very late in the book is that you're as old as a mother as your kid is a child. And I just love that because it had never occurred to me that way. And I'd love for you to say a little bit more about this idea of like your your mother age being the age of your first kid. Yeah. You know, that idea dawned on me a few years ago because, you know, I was in the midst of mom guilt and like feeling like I don't have some of the tools to to have certain conversations with my child even because I wasn't given those tools a as a child but also I'm just I'm an inexperienced mother. Yeah. Like <laughs> I've never actually done this before and I think that this title that we're given um comes with a very heavy responsibility of being all knowing immediately. Mm-hmm. Just knowing how to show up for your child, knowing what's best immediately when you're really being introduced to this new soul that is not your mini me. Yes, there are there are attributes, there are things that they will inevitably pick up on that um that are yours in ways, but they are their own person and you having to kind of like figure that person out um is on top of the responsibilities of being a mom, you know, and it it's it really was a sobering moment for me and made me feel less ashamed because I was like, I look, I, I'm at the thing was the time my daughter was five. I was like, I've only been doing this for five years. Right. Like she's five years old. I'm a five-year-old mother. Like we have to stop putting this pressure on ourselves to show up as these experienced leaders in ways. Um, right. And knowing that like kind of the, the joy and the experience of being a mother is through the choices, the good and the bad and the kind of experimenting. It's kind of like this, it's like, it's like making like a witch's brew. You're just like, oh, let me just put a little bit of this yeah. in there. Let me put that in there. Let me sprinkle oh, taste it. Like, oh, no, that's not it. Let me add a little more salt. Yeah. I mean, you know, and giving ourselves a lot more grace as as women and as mothers that are stepping into this extremely powerful and um, scary role. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like, it's not like with parenting that you're 
doing it for five years and you're doing the same thing. So just as your child goes from being a baby and you go from being like a baby mom, then it's like they're a toddler. And then you're, you, you're now three years in and like, there's these different things that you're negotiating. Like my kids are three and a half. And so I'm negotiating a lot of like discipline and boundaries, which just like wasn't a thing when they were six months, you know, it's like they're six months. Like there's not a lot of like things they can get into. And I imagine like, as I become an eight-year-old mom, it's like it starts to become about the interpersonal stuff. And like that's a new skill set. And so as your kid is going, it's like, I don't know, it had never I'd never thought about it that way. It's not like cooking, because in cooking, it's like you get better and you just get to build on that. But with this, it's like, oh, actually, it's a totally different ball game. Like we're not doing swaddling. Glad that you mastered that, but like that is never coming back. That's, that's for you. done now. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. Just like when you think you've mastered something, it's like a new a new chapter <laughs> reveals itself. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about audience for this book. I want to know, as you two were sitting down to write, who were you thinking about as you were writing it? Were you just thinking about previous versions of yourself? Were you thinking about your podcast audience? Were you thinking about like reaching new audiences and how you would introduce yourselves to them? I think that we're thinking about all of that. I think the the book is very much a personal journal, and I think it was very um, healing for us to re like release it. I think because we've had the experience with the podcast, we obviously know that our audience. But even when we started the podcast, I think there we weren't we didn't we weren't considering who our audience was going to be. We were literally talking out loud about the things that we needed to get off of our chest and inevitably the people who related to it came. And so I think this book was, mm. it was just for women like us, women who are open-minded enough to, you know, just have a different perspective. I, we always say that like, you know, we, she and I, we're best friends, but we're different people and we have different opinions and different mm -hmm. outlooks. And I think the most beautiful thing about our friendship is that, you know, we come from different different places, but we've definitely influenced each other um, through our friendship and motherhood and friendship and just our perspective in general. But we've been open enough to say, huh, you know, let me hear your perspective and, oh, you do this and like not be judgmental. And I think that we came, you know, we just came to a place where obviously we had, we, we, we have a huge community in the podcast and we really did want to capture new and a new audience um, because I, I don't think enough women have the opportunity to safely think outside of the box that we're given as society. I think like we, we're rarely given permission to do things differently. And, you know, and you see it all the time on the internet. We say some wild shit, people come and say what they feel or we're wrong or this is right. And I think the whole point of the book is like, I say this is like, you may be very different from me and that's great. But, you know, the whole point of the book is to look inside and say, what is my perspective? Does, has it changed? Has it shifted? Um, it doesn't have to be just mm -hmm. like mine. It doesn't have to be just like Erica's. So it's, it was more to like just touch as many women as possible and as many people and kind of um, – encourage them to think for themselves and get in tune with their with mm -hmm. with their with their spirits and you know i think women we so often are told how we're supposed to be or how we're supposed to think or how we're supposed to show up and this book was really for everyone to be like hey is that even really you and if and mm -hmm. if it's not that's cool it doesn't have to be just like us or this but like you know wherever you're at in your journey I, we highly, you know, challenge you and 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 recommend that you kind of think for yourself and your own feelings and kind of feel like figure out what that looks like and what that is. Yeah, 
One of the things that I really appreciated about the book is how different your voices are. And like, I was really impressed. Honestly, I wasn't sure like, you know, I read a lot of books and I I read a lot of books by like professional writers. And then I read a lot of like celebrity memoirs or like people that I, I mean, and I put your book in that, in that category because you guys are like well-known people. Obviously it's not the same as Spare or whatever, but like, and when I step into those situations where it's like, oh, I know these people from a different thing. I never know what to expect with the book, but I thought you guys did a really beautiful job of like having your own voices shine through and also bringing what I know from you from the podcast and also bringing like new parts of yourself to the book. So I was, you know, I'm, I always tell people, I'm like, I'm a very, um, judgmental reader when I go into a book. I'm always like, I'm going to hate this. I can't wait to hate this book. But I was like really, I was really excited by by hearing your voices and like it just felt really intimate in a way, even more so than the podcast. Like I really felt like I was getting to know you all. I don't know. I, I really liked it. Um, but one of the things that I know comes up a lot on the podcast and you reference it a few times in the book is like how people receive you and how people respond to the things that you say and the ways that like, you know, being platonic wives is something that is apparently upsetting to a lot of people that you all say that. Do you feel like you're still shocking people with the things that you're saying after like five years of podcast? Or do you feel like it's the same, the same shit The people are still mad about the same shit, but it's not anything like new shocking? No, I, I think people sense. are still shocked. We just had a moment on reels a few days ago that people were <laughs> indifferent about an opinion that we have. So I think that, again, because we are eight-year-old mothers, we're still, we, we're constantly being asked new questions and we're sharing our perspective on things that we haven't maybe considered, haven't experienced mm. yet. And so here we are, you know? And so, you know, as long as pe people ask, I'm going to share my opinion. And, you know, I'm, I always say too that like, I'm not an expert. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Like these are just my my and, and and also I'm a new bitch every month every year. So <laughs> I my opinions early on in the podcast have shifted about certain things just based on life experiences and I'm okay with that. Some people really want to hold on to these these um these statements they've made, these decisions they've made. And and society wants to do that to us as well. You know, like we're not allowed to grow out of anything. Like once we've said something, we have to live and die by that statement. And I don't. And I and I don't let people do that to me either. Um, but I will say, you know, for some reason, women talking about their bodies, talking about their sex life, talking about their pleasure in particular is extremely triggering for people, mm. not just men, even women as well. And, you know, I even share in this, I think I shared in the book, um, talking to me about Mila and like my perception of her when I first saw her on Instagram, I judged her. And a lot of my judgment of her was a suppression was because what she was able to exude, I was suppressing in myself. Mm. She was at the party holding her baby on her hip with a glass of champagne in a tiny little bikini looking like she didn't just pop out a baby. And I was at home like a hundred weeks pregnant feeling like I had, first of all, just like uncomfortable, not recognizing my body, like couldn't even fathom having a drink at a hotel with my kid on my hip, judging her, you know, like who mm -hmm. does she think she is? Like her, she just had her baby. Why is she out? Right. You know, and that's what we do to moms. Like, why are they out? Like we're supposed to like 
hide in our homes and, and like become these like like Martha Stewart or I don't even know like these like perfectly buttoned up versions of ourselves. So, you know, I think to answer your question, yes, we do we do continuously shock people, I think. <laughs> um and it's really not intentional. <laughs> right. Okay, that's the end of this bonus teaser. And if you are having a good time, I'm sorry, don't be mad at me. But if you want to hear the rest of this conversation, head to patreon.com slash the stacks and join the stacks pack. You get a bonus episode like this one every single month. And joining the Patreon makes it possible for me to make the stacks every single week for free. So if you enjoy the show, if you want to support the work of the stacks, if you want bonus episodes, access to our discord and a lot more, head to patreon.com slash the stacks and enjoy.